Good evening and welcome all that matters listeners. Thank you so very much for taking time out of your busy schedule to connect with us here on our weekly talk show. As a gentle reminder, our IGMA Inc. brand concept for each broadcast is to interview and discuss all that matters topics with our very special guests who are committed to sharing great insight, resources, answers, tips, and or sometimes strategies to help empower individuals and organizations seeking to sustain ourselves, especially during times of uncertainty, namely because we maintain here at IGMA Inc. the topics discussed on our talk show really do matter to our listeners. Keep in mind throughout the year, all of our talk shows will focus on either business, legal matters, education, nonprofit, technology, and or healthcare related topics. Today, I'm honored to welcome my very special guest, Dr. Valerie Van, professor, entrepreneur, author, motivational speaker, and so many other amazing titles. So, Dr. Van, how are you doing today? I am doing well. How are you? I am fine. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I just want you to know, I'm just going to go very transparent. You may hear me say Dr. V because that's what I affectionately know her as, as well as many other colleagues out in the field. So without any further ado, why don't you share a little bit about your background with our amazing listeners? All right. Thank you, listeners. As uh, Dr. V or Dr. Van, I am excited to be here. So I do appreciate Dr. A for inviting me. So my background stems from, I started out in management, well, not management, but again, I elevated to management working through the postal service for 20 plus years. I was a retired postmaster. I was also branched over to education and which included higher education several years after being early out from the U.S. Postal Service. So with that said, that's my passion. I've been an entrepreneur, I worked in different capacities and different organizations, different institutions during my 15 years in higher education. So I'm excited to be able to share how I learned about emotional intelligence, but also a little bit more about myself. As Dr. A has shared, I'm also an author and co-author of several articles, uh, academic and business publications. I wrote a study when I did my doctoral dissertation, a study of female entrepreneurs seeking capital for startup business. That is my passion, entrepreneurship. Um, also, I've written several articles on uh, entrepreneurship and emotional intelligence and self-leadership is one of my passion as well. So as an educator and lifelong learner, I just believe that it is a continuous way to improve yourself and so professionally and personally and so, and so forth. So with that said, I'm excited to be here today and whatever I can share that may help someone along the way, again, to be able to develop in any areas that they need to be and learn how to control their emotions and show empathy and so forth. And so that's why I'm here today. So thank you for the invitation. Well, I tell you what, I am just so excited. And ladies and gentlemen, the reason I'm excited as we were discussing how to kick off our 2022 season. And we thought, as speaking with many of the board members, who best to bring on someone that can empower our listeners in almost any walk of life. And I say that because like it or not, 
we are in our new norm. Am I correct, Dr. V? Yes, we are. Whether we want to believe it or not, we're here. And because we are here, we wanted to open up with a topic that could cross all avenues. I'm talking from individuals to organizations. And the reason I say that is because many of us entered this season under what some may call a little bit of stress or stress to some degree or some level. And in order to bring a sense of normalcy or to level the playing field, we thought we'd talk about emotional intelligence today, as you've heard Dr. V allude to. So before we even kick off our discussion, which I'm sure is going to be rich, I think it would be helpful if we define emotional intelligence. So Dr. V, why don't you take a stab at defining emotional intelligence as best you desire so that our listeners will know where we're going throughout our conversation. Absolutely. I, I want to start out with talking about IQ, first of all, because IQ, that's your intelligence quotient. And so a lot of us may have, uh, some of us have a high IQ, some of us have a low IQ. But with that said, how we manage our emotions, and that's where the EQ comes in, that's the intelligent quotient. So we have our IQ and we have our EQ. Your intelligence quotient is an assortment of mental abilities and skills that we that can help us to manage not only ourselves, but also how to work with others and be able to manage our emotions as we interact with others. And so that's the kind of, it, put it in a nutshell, but there's so many definitions from so many different authors about emotional intelligence and what, what it is, why is it important, and can it be learned? So again, I can go further, but again, it's your mindfulness, uh, being in control of your own thoughts, your emotions and needs, and also how to be positive and self-motivated. So again, when we do that, you, you, uh, it's important to also be empathetic because a lot of us may not have the empathy, whether you're in an organization environment or wherever you are. Again, in your own personal space with your family, you need to be empathetic toward others, be able to communicate effectively, and also use emotional reasoning. So kind of it's a lot said there, but again, we can break it down a little bit later. So I just wanted to share. And I appreciate you for doing that because some people are like, well, why are they using these, these IQs, EQs? Why does it even matter? But I want to just put our kickstand down because if you are in a leadership role, I am going to go on record as saying that we as leaders and managers need to be aware and we need to develop an understanding of how to regulate our emotions as well as the emotions of those we lead in order to promote a sense of calmness and respect, all of which comes back to one key word that you talked about, Dr. V, and that's communication. Would you agree with what I just said as far as our roles in terms of our leadership responsibility? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and what I you know, even with that, in real world organizations, so to speak, and I've said I've worked in several um, in institutions or industries, and I'm actually a baby boomer. So with that said, I, I, it kind of goes back to having work where you had to do as you were told, you didn't have a voice, or sometimes leaders or managers may have said things that, um, you know, what we call now unconscious bias or even conscious bias. There's so many terms that go along with that. So again, being able to identify those things, but also be able to know how to manage yourself and also as a leader, how they should be able to manage their people or share with their people, you know, because now a lot of us are self-managed, but also at the same time, we want to be able to 
be professional and be accurate in the way we react and communicate with people. Absolutely. You know, I'd love for us after we come back from our quick break, which we've got to take in just a minute, I'd love for you to break down those key elements of emotional intelligence, because some people are probably sitting going, oh, this is not a great topic for me. I promise you. Hang tight, ladies and gentlemen, because when we come back, if it's okay with you, Dr. V, would you be willing to break down those key elements of emotional intelligence and share with our audience so that we know we're all on the same page? Yes, absolutely. I would love to. Awesome. So ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to encourage you to get a pen because you may want to understand this. Some of us are in roles where we're not leading, but maybe the opportunity is going to present itself for us to lead. It doesn't matter, regardless of whether or not you're leading or following, we need to have a clear understanding of the key elements of emotional intelligence. So if you will, take that quick break with us and we will be right back. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for taking that quick break and I'm hoping you're enjoying those motivational sounds that are being played by our CFO who has made those selections for us. But to keep this rich conversation going, as we were discussing before we took the break, we might want to go back and once again, Dr. V, define once again what emotional intelligence is and tell us maybe why it's even important in our sense of new norm, especially in 2022. So why don't you take it from there? Yes, thank you. Especially in 2022, I will say that emotional intelligence is so crucially important. So many of us are working in online platforms. We're, we're working from home. We're interacting with people online. We're shopping online. We're doing everything online. Our family is having Zoom meetings as well as corporations and so forth. So the way, again, go back, goes back to communication, we need to know how to interact with others. So I'm gonna identify for you five characteristics of emotional intelligence. And for example, self-awareness. First of all, you need to understand yourself. You need to recognize that, meaning understanding how you are made up. You have to be honest with yourself. And also you wanna accept one, your emotions. So if you know that you are an introvert or you're extrovert or whatever, that's one way to say self-awareness. You're recognizing your personality traits. You recognize your trigger points because sometimes people can say things that will trigger you to react. And sometimes people do it purposely. So self-awareness is one. Self-regulation, in other words, there goes that goes back to what I just said about self-awareness. That's your ability to control and also manage your emotions and avoid any kind of disruptive behavior. Self-regulation, in other words, I know this person is trying to trigger me. It could be at work, it could be a coworker, it could be a peer, it could be a family member, it could be a spouse, significant other. Your self-regulation is your ability to control and manage those emotions. And also thirdly would be motivation. That's your strong desire to work and achieve your goals. So you have to have that motivation to be able to do it. And that's part of emotional intelligence. But a lot of us get out of hand when we want to uh, even go shopping, for, for example. 
you know, you might think, oh, well, I'm motivated to do things. Others may not be motivated to shop at all or even do anything. So your motivation is your desire to work and achieve your goals and stick to them. Your empathy, which is four, that's again, understanding the emotions and emotional construct of others. So if you understand your emotions first, you know what makes you tick, but also you look at others and you know, like, for example, I have a girlfriend, I know how she's made up emotionally. And I have another girlfriend, she's more outgoing. I have one that's quiet and a, more of an introvert. So I know how to empathize with them, but also how to communicate and react with them. So that's important, whether, again, whether you're in a personal relationship, it can be professional, it can be in a grocery store. I mean, some of you probably have had some situations where you wanted to go off on people and you don't know those people, but again, you know yourself. So again, you want to be careful and mindful of that uh, empathy. And someone may be dealing with something or having a bad day. So be empathetic about that. And lastly, number five, with your social skills, that's building and managing relationships and network because it's important. A lot of us on social media, social media is the norm. Now we talked about the new normal. You also need to be able to know how to have etiquette, building and managing relationships and network networks is so important because it can take you places. It will help you reach your goals. You know, it's good to have mentors and, and mentees and so forth, but also uh, have good network of people that you can turn to when you need things. So those are kind of the, the five characteristics of emotional intelligence, but I want to break it down further um, as Dr. A would allow me. It, and it talks about how each one of those, just some real world examples, I would say, just kind of hit them a touch base really quick. That way okay. you can understand why you need them. Please, because before you even go there, somebody's thinking, oh, she's not talking to me. Dr. V, can these be learned or are you born with them? I mean, can we well, touch there or can we come back to that? You keep going in the fashion that you're going, but I'm sure somebody's wondering, oh, I'm already good at that. We think. Sometimes we do think we are. I can tell you myself personally, I had to learn it. Back in the day, I probably would go off. I was very flip at the lip, but also, you know, I learned how to be more professional, how to manage my emotions, but also know how it's not a brown nose, you know, and stay in a corporate environment, so to speak. I can get what I want. And the way you do that is professionally. The things we say, the way we do what we do, and it's not brown nose and it's not, you know, kissing up anybody, so to speak, you know, those key term words. But it's also even with your own personal relationship, like in your family, if you have a spouse and you want something, women know how to go and get what they want, just like men know how to go and get what they want. It's the way you handle yourself. So again, that has to do, that all has to play a, plays a big part with it on how you handle yourself, so to speak. I can appreciate you for saying that. I know coming up in the world, uh, uh, they say be, being from the hood, if you will, I've had a tendency to react instead of responding. Mm -hmm. And what I have come to learn, and you may or may not agree, but when you come to an understanding about emotional intelligence, you have a tendency to respond instead of react because you have equipped yourself with techniques on how to make that happen. Would you agree with that statement? Yes, absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. 
Mm -hmm. Awesome. I know a lot of times people are thinking, well, I'll just sort of listen and write down what I think. Ladies and gentlemen, I, I just need you to know, because some people tell me often that they join in and they don't know who's on the call with us, or they may just pick up and go, who's that? Who's that? So before we get ready to take our next break, Dr. V, I know you're going to come back and give us some techniques and tips and all of that, but can you please share contact information? Because I know you've written a lot in this field and you're going to tell us that, but at the same token, can you share some contact information if somebody perhaps wanted to meet you via uh, LinkedIn, maybe? Is there a way yes. to reach out to you or social media? Would you share? Yes, absolutely. Yes. Uh, we're actually on, we're on Twitter and LinkedIn. On LinkedIn, I'm uh, Dr. Valerie Van. So you would just, um, Dr. Valerie Van. So you would find me there on LinkedIn. And it would be, of course, the www.linkedin.com and then uh, Dr. Valerie Van. On Twitter, I'm at Dr. Valerie Van. That's at Dr. Valerie Van. Awesome. Now, I know I'm putting you on the spot because I don't always encourage people to give their phone number because sometimes it's easier if people send us or reach us via social media. Would that be safe for you as well? Or would you prefer that people call you if they wanted to say, have you come out and speak to their organization about emotional intelligence? Sure. I can give you my, um, I have a mobile number that I can give. That's not a problem at all. It's my um, voice. So I can respond that way. That's not a problem at all. I can share that with you. It is area code. Uh, I give you my area code, but also I can give you my email as well. That's not a problem. It is 865. Not a problem at all, please. 888-5376. Again, that's 865-888-5376. And that email address? It will be directresponsebiz at gmail.com. D-I-R-E-C-T, response, R-E-S-P-O-N-S-E, biz, B-I-Z, at gmail.com. And would you share that one more time? Sure. Direct, that's D-I-R-E-C-T, response, R-E-S-P-O-N-S-E, biz, at gmail.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I know you're wondering why am I pulling you through this? Because I want us to have a phenomenal 2022. So we're going to get ready to take another break. And when we come back, would you be okay with sharing some of those techniques that you talked about and how this can benefit us in the workplace a little bit more, Dr. V? Yes, absolutely. Awesome. Thank you. Awesome. No, thank you. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you'll go ahead and take that break with us, we will be right back. Well, ladies and gentlemen, as always, thank you for taking that quick break with us. We are still here with Dr. V. And I promise you, for those people that are still sitting on the fence wondering, well, I'm not real sure if this involves me. Dr. V, I'm hopeful we can take this moment in time to maybe have some scenarios where you've encountered are you aware of that you can just share with our listeners how we can apply what you're talking about when it comes down to emotional intelligence? Would you allow yourself to open up and be transparent and share some scenarios with us? Yes, absolutely. Awesome. Well, I, I just want to go a little bit, make it kind of personal. So maybe you can see yourself in one of these positions. 
For example, uh, you may be trying to make a decision about your finances, whether it be buying a home or car, you know, investing in some kind of stock or bonds or whatever. And you're not just not sure how to do that. So again, it's kind of like the decision-making process, so to speak. So when you talking about emotional intelligence, you'd be like, well, what did that have to do with anything? Well, again, when you're making decisions, sometimes we can have mixed emotions there. So we want to examine ourselves, understand, again, those back, goes back to those trigger points, what triggers us and what doesn't. So again, we want to do a self-analyzation to figure out what would be best for us. And there's a process, again, you may be also, like I said earlier, about being dismissed from a position or overlooked for a position. Your role models may think you're a good person or whatever, but then others may think you're not. So again, you want to keep a good character going on as far as making sure that you maintain your professionalism. If someone may, might be working in sales, for example, you have not met your sales goals or you being stressed out on having to meet sales goals. So you want to make sure that you are doing things that to meet your goals, but also how to manage yourself and your emotions while you're going through that. You may be a person that is frustrated at home in a relationship. Your wife or your significant other may have changed. They're not themselves anymore. You get frustrated or they get frustrated all the time. Um, again, you know, again, you want to make sure that you're mindful of your emotions, but also how they should be, and that's where the empathy piece comes in, how you would manage your emotions when it comes to other people or to that other relationship. So again, we may be tempted to do some things and that goes back to even the spiritual realm, the temptation piece, how to resist temptation, you know, whether it become for money, shopping, you know, uh, doing whole, some things that we should not even do from a Christian standpoint or from a financial standpoint, having logic and also emotion to be able to think through logically and make the right decision. Okay. And those are just a few, and I can go on. I'm going to give you a couple more. A need for recognition. Sometimes people just need to be recognized. They like titles perhaps, or maybe not, or they just need to be recognized and have a pat on the back when they've done something. So again, you want to be able to be emotionally prepared in um, sharing and how you feel about something when it comes to, you know, you don't want to go overboard with that. So you want to be able to manage that anxiety. And lastly, let's see, I talked about the relationship. So there are so many ways you can benefit from emo emotional intelligence, but leadership is one of the, the articles that I wrote. I followed Daniel Goldman. He's very uh, high on uh, leadership and emotional intelligence. And I follow him because he's one of the writers that inspired me. And actually, like I said, I started out learning about emotional intelligence, why it is important and can it be learned? And of course, yes, it can be learned. Just doing some of the things, and those are the kind of tips that I wanna share with you, how leaders, because some of you may be aspired to be a leader or perhaps you know, be thinking about that maybe on your uh, goals, a list to be a leader, or maybe not. But either way, you can make children, believe it or not, children learn emotional intelligence. I remember uh, my granddaughter telling me, Grandma, I learned emotional intelligence from you. And it works. She uses it on her friends. <laughs> I, I tell you, so 
even children. So if you read any article about emotional intelligence, not any, but some articles, you're going to find out how important it is in your everyday walk of life, no matter what you're doing. Business partners, uh, when you're doing business with people, you know, people can tick you off. And a lot of us are entrepreneurs nowadays. Even with the new normal, you'll find out that you're going to need more emotional intelligence in this day and time than ever before. So that's, again, the reason why we are talking about it and why it's important. And so I want to share next with you, Dr. Uh, A would allow me some things that you can do to learn how to be emotionally intelligent. Please, please, on behalf of every listener, do tell the secret sauce of how to become more of an emotional intelligent professional. How about that? Absolutely. Okay. So again, like we said before, developing your uh, emotional intelligence, and I'll use the word EI, it, um, it enables you to reasonably know yourself well. So again, you're going to use your emotional intelligence, which is an assortment of mental abilities and skills that can help you to successively manage both yourself and the demands of working with others. You know, some of us, uh, from a Christian standpoint, we can talk about, you know, we have faith and we got hope and trust. And we believe, and that's true. Again, I, I'm a witness to that. I am a Christian. But also, I remember the power of the secret, the law of attraction. It's in your mindset. You know, the, you want to make sure that you're um, thinking positively. You got to speak positive. You got to, again, make sure that you're aware of your emotions. Stop. Think. Think about what you're going to say. Even if you heard the thing, count to 10. And that may be hard for some of us, but it's not as hard as it, 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 as you think it is. So again, you want to think twice before you react. The way you control your emotions, again, that's the way you would do that. You're going to show empathy with the feelings of others. So with that, you want to be empathetic to others. Put yourself in their place. How, how would you feel if that was you? And I remember scenario years ago when I didn't have a babysitter and I got to work my boss never had a child and he didn't realize until one day he and his wife had a child how that felt and he brought it back to my attention he never put himself in my place all those years he was a hardcore boss so again you got to think about those kind of things show empathy with the feelings of others and especially in social uh, settings your social skills is so 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 important some of us want to flip I live and say the wrong thing, especially on social media. And I'll say Facebook particularly, and also Snapchat and some other settings. If you are, it, some of us may not even be on social, uh, some social media platforms, but it's very important on how we handle ourselves because once you put something out, it's out in the atmosphere. And that's going to be a projection of you, or how you are portrayed. So use your social skills in an effective as well as simple, pleasant way. Be mindful. You got to be in control of your thoughts, your emotions, and your needs. Be also positive and self-motivated so you won't have any kind of setback. You also want to use empathy, being able to put yourself in other shoes, as I said before, and communicate effectively to build productive and positive relationships. Trust me, I've done it. Sometimes you get that I don't care attitude, but again, being more positive and Communicate effectively is important. I have colleague, well, not even a colleague. It was a, uh, I guess you would say a social person who I associated with, associate, that's the word I want to use, who always used 
and I would use the uh, term Ebonics. And it was just purpose, purposely because I guess that's how they felt that they needed to do that and they portrayed themselves. To me, that was very, to me, that term or that attitude or that way they portrayed themselves was insulting to me. Not because I have degrees or so forth, but just I graduated from that long time ago. And I know we have fun with our families from time to time and we do things. But again, just try to communicate effectively and be productive and positive in our relationships because you just never know how people, the perception is, is very, very important. And so lastly, you wanna use emotional reasoning, being able to use emotions to enhance rather than restrict your thinking. Now, if you also, I can share with Dr. A, there are emotional intelligence tests that you can take. There are little quizzes. You can take those. There is a platform. If Even if you Google some of them, it'll tell you a little bit more about yourself, how you are. And some of you may have already taken those tests. We, we have our, you know, Myers-Briggs and so forth and different personality assessments. But again, emotional intelligence is a little bit different because it goes a little bit further on learning more about your emotions and your emotional intelligence. And just taking that little trick or quiz will be able to help you to understand, first of all, yourself, mindful and understanding of the emotion, others' emotions, how to describe your emotions. You have to be true to yourself. And also how you're turning, turning your how into your feelings and also being open to new experiences. Okay, so again, I can go on and on, but I don't know if Dr. A would allow me to just stop right there. If you have well, any questions or comment? Well, we're going to take a quick break. But in the meantime, you know, I'd love when we come back from the break, if you would maybe share one or two easy websites that people can go to. I know some people say, well, you know, I'm going to Google it. But I think it would be nice if you could maybe share a couple of websites. And then, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to try and put a bow on this. It's not going to be easy. So we're going to get ready to take our final break, and we will be right back. So please come back. Well, ladies and gentlemen, needless to say, you know I'm getting a little sad again because it's almost time to just bring this entire episode to a close, but we cannot before I do a couple of things. First of all, somebody's just chiming in. Dr. V, would you please restate how we can connect with you? Because I know there's so much more rich information that you can share. Maybe somebody else needs to speak with you one-on-one. -on -one. So how do we reach you once this conversation is done for the evening? Yes. On LinkedIn, I am Dr. Valerie Van. That's D-R. What is Valerie? V-A-L-E-R-I-E Van. So that's at LinkedIn, which is www.linkedin.com slash Dr. Van. Do you have any other platforms that you want us to reach you? Uh, maybe it doesn't have to be a platform. What if we want to call you? Yes. Okay, sure. I actually have uh, a phone number. You can reach me at is 865, this area code 865-888-5376. You can also email me at directresponsebiz at gmail.com. That's direct, like D-I-R-E-C-T response, R-E-S-P-O-N-S-E, biz, B-I-Z, dot com, direct response biz at gmail.com. Okay, so social media, again, I just gave those to uh, LinkedIn and our uh, Twitter. Okay, I'm sorry. That was the other one I was trying to think of. I had a brain freeze there for a minute. On Twitter, <laughs> I'm sorry about that. On Twitter, I'm actually 
at Dr. Valerie Van, or you it's actually at, at Dr. Valerie Van or Dr. V Van. So Dr. V, then V-A-N-N, which is my last name. So you can reach me on either one of those platforms. Again, I'm mobile, I'm flexible. So I reach out. If you leave a message, I'll call you back or I connect through email. Awesome. So those are some of the ways that you can reach me. Well, ladies and gentlemen, now that you know how to reach her, because I know time is going to fly, you have got to speak to that leader. Someone is in a leadership role and needs to be more comfortable. And the reason I say that is I recently, ladies and gentlemen, read an article by Colin D. Ellis in December, which basically was titled, Four Emotional Intelligent Phrases Leaders Should Use in 2022. Why? Because as organizations adapt to a hybrid workplace, leaders must prioritize emotional intelligence. In order to do that, he suggests that you consider four key phrases to help foster a strong, positive culture. And they are, I trust you, I'm listening, I appreciate you, and I'm sorry. Dr. V, do you agree with that? I absolutely agree, yes. And I want to share with you because leaders, especially leaders, I wrote an article, I uh, authored and co-authored with some other uh, colleagues, a study of emotional intelligence and self-leadership. That leadership in the 21st century, communicating, collaborating with people from diverse cultures, backgrounds, ethnic groups, and generations. So leaders, whether they're transformative leaders, transactional leaders, whatever kind of leader, right now we've got you know leaders in all kinds of platforms. Like Dr. A say, those certain words that need to know how to um, deal with self-management team. You got a lot of people that are being self-managed. They're working autonomous and so forth. So we know, know how to empower those people. So that emotional intelligence of that EI is going to be able to help that leader to self-manage themselves so they can be able to manage others and do it effectively. So the article that I wrote, it was pretty much talked about how leaders can identify their leadership, but also help others to help themselves. So I, I won't get into that because for the sake of time, but I will share, it is uh, a set of emotional intelligence and self-leadership. I'll share that with you, the link. You can find it on ResearchGate. It's actually been downloaded. I don't know how many countries. <laughs> so that's a good thing on educational platforms. But I wanted to share briefly with those, those IQ tests that you could take and also the EI tests that you could take the EQ test you could take online. I sent Dr. A uh, a whole list of them and ways you can determine if you have high emotional intelligence or not. Some of us may have it, but also we can probably improve because always room for improvement and others may not have it, but also things you could do like breathing, being positive, reading positive material and so forth. There's ways that you can learn emotional intelligence and these tests will actually help you. So Dr. A, what if you want me to collaborate on that a little bit more if we have time? Oh, please at least give us pick two and share them just in case somebody wants to hear this later and they don't have time to write or not in a position to write. Maybe select two of the websites. Can you share two, at least two? Yes. Uh, let's see. Well, let's see. Emotional Intelligent Test, the Psychology Today has one at www.psychologytoday.com. And it's a test and personality. If you click on that, it, that test is about, well, that one's kind of long. That one has 40, it says 45 minutes. I'm not sure how long that one is. But one of the ones that I really like is the Emotional Intelligence Test. It's the Global Leadership Foundation. It's at the globalleadershipfoundation.com. 
And that particular one, it has 40 questions, but it actually goes into, it's a free test. So you can do it in emotion intelligence test to discover what level you are, whether you're jump to conclusions and so forth or not. It usually take about 10 minutes to complete. So again, it looks like a lot of questions, but it's, it, you know, it doesn't take a long time to complete it. So those are just two, but if you, it's just, again, there's so many that you can um, look into. I can give you one more or that's good, Dr. A. Oh, that's good. Give us at least one more. I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm taking notes. <laughs> okay, great. The Emotion Intelligence Institute, again, it does a lot too. Um, actually a part of the Emotion Intelligence Society in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm in that chapter and we do a lot of good things and they do a lot of conferences on emotion intelligence. In other words, telling you how it is, what it is, how it can be learned and so forth. That I want to share that real quickly, but you could do a quiz yourself. Do you lead with emotion intelligence if you're a leadership? And that's by the harvardbusinessreview.org, H-T-T-P-S, uh, harvardbusinessreview.org, quiz yourself to do. That's one. And so again, there are just so many. Mind Tools has one as well. I sent Dr. A those, those uh, links. And if you want to contact me, I'll be more uh, willing to share with you as well. But just to briefly share with you uh, what we talked about, the emotional intelligence, that self-awareness, self-regulation, motivation, empathy, and social skills, that's very, very important. So what are the seven emotional competencies? Again, that goes back to being calm and focused, having clear vision, being adaptable, effective communication, having empathy, compassion, hope, and future. And those little personality or emotional intelligence EQ tests will be able to share that with you. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I know we packed in a lot. And as I often say, you guys have no idea how important this is. And having you here with us, Dr. V, I promise you, somebody's probably going to want to call you. So don't be upset that I'm going to be sending people your way because nobody knows it like you. Ladies and gentlemen, as the clock on the wall says, it's time for us to start bringing this final segment to a close because it's time to stop this episode. With that stated, I must say, Happy New Year. I hope everything that Dr. Van has shared here will bless you in a way that you will feel more empowered in this 2022 season. And until the next time we come together, I want to encourage you to please make sure you visit our website at igmainc.org to learn more about our many nonprofit offerings. Be sure to check out all, all of the other radio personalities so that you too can continue to be empowered don't forget to scroll down on the website of this radio station. That way you can check out all of the other eclectic listening experiences that occur every weekend. So until next Saturday at 5 p.m., stay healthy and safe. And remember, what we value here at IGMA Inc. is all that matters to you. Good night. Thank you for having me.